0: So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit healthlock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com. I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So, normally I just do kind of a short intro and then we get to the guest. But uh, honestly, we're in dark days here in America in this supposed constitutional republic. As you know, the FBI raided former President Trump's Mar a Lago home on Monday. This is the first time that's ever happened in American history, ever. First time in 250 years, the first time a criminal search warrant has ever been executed against a former president, ever. Now laying the groundwork and setting the precedent for current presidents to arrest former presidents, banana republic, third world stuff. And Democrats are going to say, oh, well, you know, it's not political. It's just the FBI being above the law. No one's above the law. But why did the FBI then go leak the details to the liberal New York Times? I mean, doesn't that tell you a lot that the place to go was the liberal New York Times? And what's reported so far, I mean, we're still learning details. We don't know it all. And then who knows even with what the New York Times printed is true, right? How many times has the media lied to us about everything? We can't really trust any of these people. But allegedly, what has been said so far, again, could be complete BS. We don't really know. The FBI lies. The media lies. So who knows? It's the whole point of the podcast is trying to find the truth in this post-truth world that we live in. But the raid was reportedly over documents that the National Archives thinks that Trump shouldn't have, possibly classified documents. But classification authority actually belongs to the President of the United States, not bureaucrats at the National Archives. And also think about that. President Trump is the most investigated man maybe in American history. I mean, think about all the investigations that have been waged against him, right? We had a, a special counsel. You, you had the FBI and the DOJ gunning for him. You've had Congress gunning for him. You've had New York gunning for him. And, and this is what they found? This is what they have to go after him? A dispute with bureaucrats at the National Archives? That's what they're gonna do a raid over? His private residency? And think about the judge here. The judge who approved it was a, a B- Obama donor named Bruce Reinhardt. Uh, is also a former U.S. attorney who actually left that post to represent employees of Jeffrey Epstein. By the way, why don't we know who all was involved with Jeffrey Epstein? The, the details of his little book. You know, Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's jet at least 26 times. He even ditched his security detail for at least five flights. Bill Gates' ex-wife, Melinda, said her husband's relationship with Jeffrey Epstein hurt their marriage. Jeffrey Epstein magically killed himself in a prison that it's basically impossible to do that. But we know Bill Clinton and Bill Gates are part of the protected class. They're part of the left, so we'll probably never know that. We'll never get the full details of their involvement. Maybe they don't have involvement, but we'll never know the full extent of it. Why did the FBI decide to raid President Trump's outside of just asking for the information? This is what Eric Trump told Fox News recently, that his dad had actually been cooperating, but instead the FBI decided to ransack Mar-a-Lago. Listen. The FBI agents, actually more than that descend on mar-a-lago give absolutely you know no notice go through the gates start ransacking an office ransacking a closet you know they broke into a safe he didn't even have anything in the safe i mean give me a break and this is coming from what the national archives yet you know hunter biden he's a firearms crimes uh, prostitution illegal drugs um you know shady deals with everybody around the world and by the way it's all on his laptop for the whole world to see in his own writing in his own words corroborated by everybody where where are these fbi agents where where is everybody why is it that the arrows only fly at donald trump and his family why is it that the political persecution only goes one way in this country is that the truth it always goes in one way it goes in the direction of hurting president trump it goes in the direction of parents upset what their kids are learning in schools The DOJ labels them domestic terrorists. That's the direction it goes in. Hardworking Americans, patriots who love this country. Whatever you think of President Trump, he didn't have to run for office. He was a billionaire. And whatever the number before the B, he was still a billionaire. The guy didn't need this. Look at all the destruction it's brought his life. We know that this isn't about questions over classified documents. Democrats like Mark Elias, one of the architects of the Russia collusion hoax, the guy who hired Fusion GPS to produce the dossier, tweeted that it was actually about trying to bar President Trump from political office. That's what we know it's about. This isn't about documents. This isn't about classified information. This isn't even about anything that President Trump did. It's about trying to destroy him and send a message to all of us for supporting him. Send a message to all of us who don't want to submit the people at home who have wrong think. In the eyes of the Biden regime. And mind you, that's why I didn't get the vaccine. That's why I stood up during COVID, because I think it was all a test of submission. Americans rolled over, showed their belly to the government, let the government know that they're submissive. And look what the Biden administration has done. He's sending FBI agents, the Gestapo, to raid former president's house. First time in American history that's ever happened. And we know why they're doing it. They hate Trump because he went against the deep state, went against the bureaucratic state. It's the same reason they hate DeSantis as well, taking on this administrative state, actually fighting, showing a different way. Remember, Republicans before were too weak. Mitch McConnell hasn't even released a statement. I'm recording this on Tuesday. Who knows if he will by the time this comes out? But he hasn't even released a statement. What a coward, right? Ditch Mitch. It's time to get new Republican leadership office too. Kevin McCarthy at least issued a decent statement but these people don't have the stones and Mitch McConnell's probably complicit so we need new leadership but that's why they hate these guys they don't want people stay they don't want people making their lives difficult right they want all these people want to go to Washington DC they want to get rich they want to try to use their positions to make money and if they're part of the administrative state they want control look at what they did to to Donald Trump and remember when Chuck Schumer said this listen You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. So he said it, right? That's what this is about. He said that years ago. That's what all of this is about. That's what the Russia hoax was about. That's what all of this is about. It's taking on the bureaucracy, taking on the deep state, making their lives difficult, the possibility that they might have to get off the gravy chain, get off their comfortable lives lose the ability to, to try to control the country, control the government apparatus. But I don't know if you guys at home feel like this, but it it feels like a new day in America. You know, it really feels like we are no longer living in a constitutional republic. We are no longer living in a country where there's equal application of the law. And we've seen this. This is what's been happening. I mean, the, FBI, the FBI never raided Hillary Clinton's home when she mishandled classified information, when she destroyed... Tens of thousands of emails with bleach bit When she destroyed evidence with hammers With actual hammers That's what she did they didn't show up at her house. In fact, James Comey, the former FBI director, exonerated her before even interviewing her. They didn't show up at Hillary Clinton's home. They haven't shown up at Hunter Biden's home. I mean, how many laws has Hunter Biden broken? They didn't show up at his home. And he, and you look at Comey, that's the, the same guy who briefed President or then President-elect Trump on the, the slacious details of the dossier and then leaked that to the media so they could publish the unsubstantiated dossier because remember the media wasn't going to publish it yet because they couldn't verify it and the reason they couldn't verify it is because it's not true and so james comey leaked it gave them the hook to then publish the dossier and that's the same dossier that the fbi used to then target president trump and his campaign the same dossier that Attorneys like Kevin Kleinsmith you literally doctored an email to try to obtain FISA warrants against Carter Page. The same FBI where you had agents texting about stopping Trump about an insurance policy against Trump that gave Clinton staffers immunity, but then stuck it to Michael Flynn. The same FBI that staged a kidnapping plot against Gretchen Whitmore before the election leaked the the details of that to make it seem like, you know, go crazy Republicans, crazy Trump people. You know, the same FBI and DOJ that have invested countless resources to finding January 6th defendants who took self-guided tours of the White House, including on camera of Capitol Police opening the doors at one point. One man actually recently killed himself as he was awaiting trial. His obituary reads, the constant delays and hearings and dragged out for over a year. Because of this, Matt's heart broke and his spirit died. Matt did not have a hateful bone in his body. This man never harmed anyone while he was in the Capitol. And he ended up killing himself because he couldn't handle it. But they can't find the person who laid the pipe bombs at the RNC or the DNC. They can stick it to people who... Briefly went into the Capitol, but they can't find the individual who laid the pipe bombs. I wonder why. Maybe it was, you know, maybe it uh, was the feds. And the New York Times defended Ray Epps, the guy who was on camera on January 5th, telling people to go into the Capitol, then again on January 6th, shepherding crowds towards the Capitol. Somehow the New York Times found the one person involved who they defend. I wonder why that is. Maybe it rhymes with Ted Fed. But I think what we're all witnessing in real time and what we know to be true after what happened on Monday is that the biggest threat to America is our own government. The biggest threat to America is this overgrown, centralized government, bureaucrats, administrative state, deep state in Washington, D.C., who are now being weaponized against American citizens and beefed up IRS soon to be weaponized against American citizens. Our own government doesn't work for us. It works against us. That's the state of America today. It's too big. It's too powerful. And the only hope of survival, I believe, is to get Republicans in Congress and to get a Republican president who are willing to fight back, who are willing to destroy and dismantle the federal government down to its bare bones, that are willing to fire these deep state actors, that are willing to even possibly abolish the FBI. It also runs through the states. It's having governors in these states. Republicans have 23 trifectas in states, 23 states with trifectas, meaning they control the state house, state Senate and the governorship. It's time for states to step up like Governor Ron DeSantis has done in Florida and like Kim Reynolds has done in Iowa or Kevin Stitt in Oklahoma, who I've I've interviewed them all on the show. It's time for the states to step up and reclaim their power. It's time to destroy the federal government. It's time to take it down to bare bones. It's time to be warriors. And to fight back and to try to turn this country around and and look i I think as what we saw on monday they're going to try every dirty trick they can to prevent us from reclaiming congress in november we know this but this is what we have in front of us this is the time this is our last stand in america i believe to turn out to get motivated to volunteer to do everything you humanly can legally can to take back this country So you've got to go out, you've got to get motivated, you've got to fight, you've got to get your family, you've got to get your friends, you've got to rally the troops, you've got to go out and vote. This is the last stand to try to turn around our country because these midterms, they're not just elections. This is about survival. This is about keeping your family safe from a weaponized government. This is about living in a country that believes in freedom, the rule of law, liberty, believes in these things that we have always known to love about America. But if we don't turn this around now, it's over everything we have known to love is over it's over so november is the time and the time is now Thanks, guys, for listening to that. I had to get it off my chest. We are in too dire of times, and I I just I needed to say it Uh, tomorrow. My guest is going to be Stephen Miller. So I hope you stay with us and tune in tomorrow to hear what he has to say. Uh, The former senior advisor to President Trump. It's going to be a good one. And tune in to The Truth with Lisa Booth every Monday and Thursday and all throughout the week on iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.